Hey guys. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Pretty Social Podcast. And today we are getting <laughs> sexy. <laughs> Wait, we're not? Um, I don't know about getting PSP sexy. PSP after dark. Oh no, my I'm gosh. Just <laughs> so obviously we're talking about sex. Let's talk um, about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about sex. Okay. You got no um, words to that. That's a classic. I, I know most of them. I wouldn't say I know 100%. I'm not just oh, walking no, around singing like, let's talk about sex all day long. You know? I mean, in my head, but I'm not singing it. I thought everybody did. No, I'm just playing. That sings it? No, I'm playing. Oh, okay. I don't know. Um, But, like, I don't want to, we don't want to talk about, like, sex and just, like, what you hear all the time. Like, I feel like every time I hear about sex on, like, TV shows or podcasts or anything like that, it's always just, like, what was the best this? What was the best that? This is, and it's, like, I don't mind talking about it, but I want to go a little deeper as well mm-hmm, today mm-hmm. too and talk about um just everything about sex and like um you know how we view sex in society you know each person's personal view on sex and yeah. just kind of everything in that regard Ooh. i want to start off with a deep question Ooh. so okay. how would you say your perception of sex has changed from maybe mm-hmm. 18 19 to now the way you view sex. I feel like, like, deep down inside, like, how I actually view what sex is, how I would view myself. Like, I don't think that has changed much because I think at a younger age, I've always held a higher regard mm. on what sex is. Mm-hmm. Not that, you know, you know, I, when I was younger, always wanted to be a virgin until I got married. That was actually a goal for mine, for me. And obviously it didn't happen. But, you know, even though I didn't do it the quote unquote right way or or based off my beliefs and morals, I still always held it in a high regard. Mm-hmm. Like for me, like I think anything intimate in that regard, sex, kissing, anything like that is just so big for me mm-hmm. that I'm just terrified of giving myself to everyone and anyone in that way. And then having people be like, oh, you know, I hit that or something like that. So, (laughs) like, like, I mean, that's just how I viewed it always. Like, it's always been something very kind of sacred. And, again, it doesn't mean that I didn't, like, have sex with someone that I shouldn't have had sex with or had sex before marriage or anything like that. Like, obviously. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean you haven't made mistakes before. Yes, exactly. But it's, like, it still was something that was held in high regard. Um, Now, I will say that that through experience, I've realized that you don't have to settle when it comes to sex. Um, and I think my perception of being younger was like, oh, sex is just, like, cool. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. <laughs> and then when you experience more than cool, you're like, whoa, this is what it can be? Yes. Like, this is what, this is actually what sex is. <laughs> like, this is, so that, that wasn't sex. This yes, <laughs> exactly. And I think for me too, because I hold it in such a different regard, is like, sex for me, not that you can't like have fun and all that kind of stuff, but it's like, I don't know how to say it, but it's just so intimate. And like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's more like making love than yes. just, and I'm not saying like you can't like, you know, spice it up and do all kinds of things. But even in that midst, like, 
when I say, and I'm sure we'll get into this later on, when I say doing it right for me in my regard and my morals and values and beliefs, I feel like when it's done that way and you have communication and things like that, like you can experience amazing sex. Yes, absolutely. What I agree. Um, I, I agree with a lot of what you said, mm-hmm. but I will say I didn't have those morals and values and stuff when I was yeah. a lot younger, um, especially like a teenage girl. Mm-hmm. Um, I always say that I never knew really much of anything about sex, mm-hmm. and except for what I learned from my peers. Yeah. No adult ever talked to me about sex mm-hmm. until I, it was a little bit too late. Right. <laughs> and it was like, you know, teachers and stuff, you know, those type of classes. But I didn't even... And I always say that, like, I didn't really know when you were supposed to have sex. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that was something that was reserved for when you were an adult or reserved for marriage. You know, I thought that was like you do it when you do it, you know. And so, you know, I noticed a lot of kids my age and my grade were starting to do that. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like it was a normal thing. Mm -hmm. And I even got to a point where I didn't enjoy sex. I just thought I didn't enjoy sex. Yeah. And I would say, like, I enjoy the thought of it. Like, Mm -hmm. the thought and my fantasies and the things I would desire and the feelings I would get. It never matched up to the actual thing. So, I just was like, I just don't enjoy sex that Mm -hmm. much crazy right I just was like whatever you know the experience was never the same and you know I think that obviously I was younger and then I think emotional connection and a lot of things play into it so that's kind of my thought process when Mm -hmm. I was younger you know into all the way into my experience of feeling like it just was something I didn't enjoy that much um to to now (laughs) I don't think that (laughs) but I will say that like one of my biggest pet peeves is like, or phrases that I hate is like, you gotta, um, what is it? Try to car out before oh, you yeah, buy like it. Milk or, the cow or yeah, like milk the Yeah, like, yeah, something like that. Like, you gotta have sex with the person before. And I'm like, that is so I stupid. Stand that. I because can't stand uh, one of my views now is like, you used to hear like girls would talk about, and I, and I don't know if guys had these conversations, I'm assuming y'all do, but girls would talk about, yeah, girl, he good in bed. He put it down. He this, he that. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, um, one woman can say a man was amazing in the bed mm-hmm. and another can say he sucked. Because oh, yeah. For sure. All of our bodies are different. And yes. I don't think there's, I always say too, there's not one standard penis, just, just a golden penis yeah. walking around no. or one standard vagina or whatever, or mouth or whatever you want to call it. Because yeah. I think that good sex means learning that person's yes. body. You cannot take a and please them amazingly and then go do all the exact same things on b and think that it's gonna do the exact same thing so when people say oh he's good in bed like what does that mean like you know what i mean i think that it takes getting to know a person getting to know their body because i've been married obviously for nine years so Mm -hmm. i didn't even know what i liked i told you how i came into it like sex is eh. Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so it's like I had to learn what made me, you know what I mean? What made me fully enjoy sex to the extent that it could be enjoyed. And he had to learn, you know, we had to learn that about each other. So that's just one of the biggest things I took away as well as the way I see myself and the way I see my Mm -hmm. body and the way I see how important it is and how beautiful it is and how sacred it is. Mm -hmm. And it's just so crazy to me how... I used to be or how we can be so free, you know, yeah. people could be so free to give it away. 
not even including the fact that you can get pregnant and there's mm-hmm. so many diseases, even diseases that will kill you yeah. or diseases that you that are incurable that you have to live mm-hmm. with, that you have to be on medication for the rest of your life. Outside of that, yeah. you know, it's just like to think that you're giving something so sacred and so beautiful mm-hmm. and so intimate away is just like a little bit mind boggling to me. Yes. Um, and then you add on those things like diseases and things like mm-hmm. that. And it's just really hard to believe that we, we treat our bodies like they're they. Like nothing. Like nothing. I feel like that too. And I feel like um, even, and we don't talk about this too often, but even like what comes from the outside of, you know, giving yourself away and outside of the, you know, pregnancies and the STDs. But um, you think about like what emotional attachments. And I know there's people who say, and maybe they can't, I don't know anything about that because I don't, I I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, But people who say they could just have sex freely with anyone and everyone and who cares and whatnot and they don't have any attachments. But I do feel like it opens up the door to attachments to that person. And that oftentimes leads to unhealthy relationships or unhealthy situationships. And, um, you know, going back to how you're talking about I'm giving my body away. So then you could potentially start looking at yourself in a different light. Like, you could potentially think that this is all I'm good for or this is all a man wants from me Mm -hmm. or, you know, things like that that are skewed, that's not right. Um, And I think society perpetrates that a lot. I think Mm -hmm. society puts on, well, number one, it's obviously very sexual. We see sex and hear about sex all the time. Everywhere, it's everywhere. But not only the fact that it's everywhere, but... I feel like it's such a distorted view. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like society wants to tell people, have sex. And again, whatever you do in your own bedroom is in your own bedroom. Everyone has their own sets of morals and values and beliefs. And that's you. And live your life. <laughs> um, but, like, society says, like, oh, it's okay to have sex with whoever you want, whenever you want, however you want, however many people you want. Um, it tells you that sex is supposed to be a specific way if it's not done that way. Or sex is just amazing. Or you hear from the extremely conservative side where they say sex is bad, sex is bad, sex is bad to prevent you from having sex. Yeah. And it's like, it can be so confusing because mm-hmm. then you get into this thinking, already have these preconceived notions of what sex is supposed to be or what it's not supposed to be. And then go to go back to your point of, you know, actually knowing your body and having those conversations with your partner. Yes. It's like, that's what makes sex amazing. Um, is when you actually learn, okay, I like this or I don't like this. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's trial and error. You know, Mm -hmm. sometimes it's like, let's try this out. And if I don't like it, I don't like it. If you don't like it, you don't like it. And and just keep going from there. But, you know, it's those communications. And I think there's a lot of people who don't communicate with their partners. Mm -hmm. And um, they, even though you may have got off, like you still leave unsatisfied because you weren't, you know, fully honest with what you liked and what you didn't. Like, I think... Women are better at that than men. I think men can be more vocal when it comes to sex oh, and yeah. what they like oh, versus yeah. women. And I I don't know if it's just we're scared to speak up. I don't know if it's that we truly just don't know our bodies and we haven't mm-hmm. taken time to understand mm-hmm. what we like and what we don't like. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, maybe you're afraid to to not stroke your man's ego when I don't think... Like, I don't look at it that way. Like, I don't look at, like, if I was um, having sex with someone to open up and tell them, like, hey, I didn't like this or, hey, tried this different. I personally don't view that as me putting him down or, like, you know, 
just making him look like he just didn't do what he was supposed to do. Yeah. I feel like it's just me being honest and saying, hey, let's try this instead. Yeah. And I think, you know, obviously there's a way to go about it. You're not going to, you know, say something crazy to them. Right. <laughs> like, like, you suck. Right. Like, You're I, nothing like absolutely my Absolutely not. Don't do that. But <laughs> it's having that. the conversations. <laughs> it's about being honest. And I truly think it's about really knowing yourself, too. Because mm-hmm. if you don't know yourself, it's going to be hard. Yeah. And that sometimes takes time. It takes, takes time. time. And also for me, I'm really big now, more so than ever, and probably because I've been single for so long and I've been able to kind of self-reflect on who I am and what I desire in a relationship. But um, I feel like when you know yourself... And you connect with someone, like, to me, that deep connection, not just sexually, not just physically, like, they look good, but, like, Mm -hmm. that mental and emotional and spiritual connection. There's, like, nothing Nothing like having a super deep connection with someone Mm -hmm. and it be so much more than just surface stuff. And I think a lot of that comes with, one, knowing yourself, Mm because then you're more in tune with yourself, but also finding that person that you're, like dang, I really like everything about you. Not just, yo, you you cute, or, hey, you're just a body that's here. And I think yeah. sometimes that's how people look at sex. Yeah, I agree. It, it changes things. And I'll say that, like, me and Darshan, we were, like, madly in love mm-hmm. way before we had sex. Yeah. And that was, like, a different experience. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know why we treat sex like it's just so casual. Like, yes. in past relationships... You didn't have to be in love to have sex. Mm -hmm. And we don't even realize how much sex complicates things. Like, you can't focus on getting to know somebody Mm -hmm. and truly know them for them if you're already, in my opinion, opinion. (laughs) You can't focus on truly getting to know somebody when you're already sexually involved because... We, us women, we're naturally emotional mm-hmm. and we can try our best all day to be like, oh, I'm cool. It's just casual. Yeah, right. Lie to yourself <laughs> yeah, right. if you want to. Like, you I don't know care you. what nobody says. And then have sex with that man and he never takes you for two or three days yeah. or never call you for a couple days. Right. Is, you, is it going to be cool? No, it's not. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's like, let the sex just put it on the shelf yeah. and, you know, see what develops. Because a lot of times, uh, men are women, you know, but mm-hmm. I, as a woman, I'll speak yeah. about my experience. A lot of times, men will weed themselves out yeah. before they even get there. Let them weed themselves out before he has your body be- instead of after. Because he's going to mm-hmm. weed himself out. If he's not for you, he's going to leave you. Yeah. So let him leave empty-handed. You know what I mean? Oh, and that's how yes. I felt when I was celibate like mm-hmm. I, I had talked to a couple guys and they left and I feel mm-hmm. like even if I would have had sex with them they would have left right but they left with nothing they left without taking yes. a piece of me and I wish I could say that for every guy I ever mm-hmm. dated who ended up just leaving me because he wanted to be in the streets or he wanted to be a player or yeah. whatever the reason was it's so much better to just Keep that part of yourself and save it for the guy who stuck around. Yes. And you know for a fact that he stuck around not just because you got some WAP. <laughs> right, right. It's not because not you got that. some good sex, but because he really liked you. Let that be yeah. the cherry on top. Let that be the ice yes, on the cake. because sex is super important mm-hmm. in a relationship. Very, especially, yes. like, if it's a long-term relationship, a marriage. Like, that's, uh, at least in my mind, that's, like, huge. Yeah. And, you know, obviously talking about the things that we talked about earlier that play along with having that. Um, but I just feel like we give it away so freely. People are out here who can say, you know, I this. And, and that's not to say that we should hold ourselves guilty or anything like that. You know, sometimes we just do things when we're young and we learn. Um, but I feel like 
when you save it for that person and mm-hmm. like I'm in that position now where it's like I've been celibate and I've been single for a long time and even in my I've been single for Nate's gonna be 16 13 years and I've not been celibate the whole time but I've been celibate a lot of the time mm-hmm. and I feel like my biggest struggle is I want to save it for the right person. I want to save it for my husband, whoever that may be. But it's like when I meet that man and I fall in love with him, like how hard, pause, that would be. Why you pause? No, I don't mean like pause the thing. I mean how hard that would be. Oh, <laughs> my God. I am so by. I was so lost. So why would we pause? Why? Where is <laughs> Literally. Um, okay. Um, oh, but, yeah. Like, how, I think I'm getting red. It would be hard because I was no, seriously, like before I met Darshan. Yes. And then I, you know, like I said, I was dating. Yeah. And I stopped dating for a little bit, but he came in that time when I was celibate. Yeah. And I fell madly in love. Yes. And I walked down the aisle pregnant, so... Yeah. But it's like, that's, that's kind of a fear for me because it's yeah. like the strong desire of wanting to wait, but also knowing how long it's been and how when I find that person who I feel like I'm just head over heels in love with, even though it's not like, oh, I just want to be like, hey, here, yeah. here I am. No, but yeah. also it's like, that just seems like it's going to be so hard. And it makes me nervous sometimes, not to the point where I feel like I would, um, like I, like, I feel like I would dim myself down or give up my morals and values on purpose. Not to say things don't happen, but, um, you know, just because, you know, being older is one factor. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I don't know how many men out here who are, like, 30-plus, because I'm not dating a no 20-some-year-old. 30-plus out here, just like, I'll wait for you. You know, I don't know. Is that a thing? Not to say that it's non-existent, but is it a common thing? So that makes me a little nervous. Um, you think it's a thing? Yeah, I like think very it's a common, thing. like I common think, enough that. No, I don't think it's very common. Okay. I think it'll be the thing for the guy who is madly in love with you and yeah. can't see himself without you, okay. and he gonna be like, "Uh, yeah, I will freaking wait." Are you yeah. crazy? I either wait or I miss out on the woman of my dreams, the person mm. who I want to spend my life with, my best yeah. friend. I think that's a thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's going to be a very specific person. Mm-hmm. Also, the guy you're waiting for is not the typical 30-year-old. <laughs> so, yeah, a lot of guys, they wouldn't wait. But, you know, that special person who you fall in love with, you yeah. know, if he can walk away because you won't have sex with him, then let he wasn't the one. Yeah, and I remember having someone say to me, gosh, it's been years now. But I had made a post. I think I mentioned this on one of the podcasts, so I apologize if I have. Um, but um, I had made a post, something about sex and waiting to be married and th- something like that. And the guy I went to high school um, commented and was like, something to the degree of like, if that's what you're waiting for, then you're never going to get married. Basically, I'm never going to get married if I'm waiting for, you know, to be celibate <laughs> like until what? then. And I was like, and, and as soon as he put that on my, um, as a comment, I commented back like well then I guess I'm just not gonna get married like and like like for me it's one thing if you slip up mm-hmm. you know, it happens it happens um but I don't want to 
say, well, the only way I'm going to get married is give it up. And that be my mindset. Mm-hmm. I don't want that to be my mind. And, mm-hmm. and you know what? And again, this is just based off my morals and values. Someone else may have a completely different set and be like, I don't care. I can, you know, play house and live with someone um, before marriage. I can, you know, shack up and with all different types of men and women. That's just what you do. But for me, it's like I don't want to change up who I feel like I am at my core just to keep someone around. Because like mm-hmm. you said, talking about, you know, what was it? Buy, buy the cow. Wait, what is the thing? Buy the milk. You don't. Do you buy the cow before you get the milk? I don't remember what it is. It's something what? so basic. I think that phrase is, is we using that frame. I think that was, why would he buy the cow if he can get the milk for free? Yes. But what we're thinking about is, why would you buy okay. a car before you test yes. drive it? Okay, yes, 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 yes. Well, anyways, <laughs> y'all know where we're going at. Those are two but, opposite quotes, I guess. Yes. So, but still, it's like, you know, I don't want to play house. Perp. I, I, I just don't. I don't want to play house. I don't want You want the to, real thing. Yes. And <laughs> I want to know that... And that's not to say that you can't be in a long-term relationship or even a marriage and it go south and mm-hmm. you go separate ways. I mean, I'm not saying that that's a forever for everyone. But, like, for me, it's like, okay, you've committed. Like, you have made vows to me that this is going to be us mm-hmm. and us only. And um, that gives me a little bit more peace knowing that. Mm, I like that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that was one of the most special things to me and my marriage is like knowing that mm. this is something that we are not sharing with yeah. anybody else. It's yeah. just here because, again, I can't say that I experienced that in past relationships, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just something really sacred about that. Yeah. And I really would love for men to chime in, like, yes. because I feel like men they recognize that with mm-hmm. their woman because they don't want to picture their mm. woman with anybody else. They don't want to, like, they know they want to feel like that. So yeah. why wouldn't you want to, and, and maybe y'all do, I don't know, but why yeah. wouldn't you want to feel like that about yourself too? Like, right. this is special and important. And, and it sounds kind of funny to think about a man saying that, like, mm-hmm. it's his flower or something. Like, no, obviously not a flower, yeah. but it's still something near and dear to you. Mm-hmm. Just like, <clears throat> excuse me, just like, not all men opened up to all women about, like, their childhoods or their mm. trauma or things at home. Y'all yeah. keep that sacred. Y'all keep that for she has to be really special. And I know me dating when I was younger, I felt special whenever a guy would, like, open up to me about his personal life or his problems. Mm-hmm. Or even now, like, my husband is not a very open person. So when he talks to me about issues and things that he's dealing with, I'd be feeling so special because mm-hmm. I feel like this is just not something that he opens up and, and, and talks to people about what he's going through. So if y'all know how to reserve that part of yourself for somebody mm-hmm. special, I think that it wouldn't be so far-fetched to think about reserving other parts, yeah, sexual parts of yourself for somebody that's very special, that loves yeah. you deeply, that cares for you, because you don't want to give your body to somebody just that's anyone. just there to use you. Right. You know, do you think men think about their bodies like that? I feel like they think about, like, money like that, you know, but... I So I don't want to make a blanket statement and say no men think like that. Mm-hmm. Um, in my experience, I don't hear it from men. I hear I hear more often from women. Actually, I'm trying to think if I ever heard that from a man. I've Just, heard it once. Have you? Yeah. I feel like I can't recall a time I heard a man say something like that or um, kind of insinuate that. But I wouldn't say they don't. Mm-hmm. But I do think it is more common with women. Mm. Um, 
and I don't know if it's about the stigmas that you along come along with society and how um, for centuries and millennia, it was more acceptable for men to have multiple partners, whether if it's multiple wives, it was more acceptable yeah. for, you know, men to just sleep around, even if it's not multiple wives sleep around. But the woman, if she did something even remotely close to that, mm-hmm. um, she would get the scarlet letter and mm-hmm. she would be a whore and she would be oh. shunned. Or in, even in some cultures, she would be killed if she was, you know, a virgin if or if she was not a virgin. you in biblical times, Yes, and were, didn't scream for help, you, you were shunned. Were shunned. Yeah. And it's like, those are things that I don't agree with. And I'm not saying that I think that everyone's just like, go out here and have sex with whoever want and whatnot. But it's like, I, I wish we would hold men and women to the same standard in regards to that and not say, like, oh, men, he could have a whole bunch of notches on his belt, but a woman, you have sex even just once. Yeah. You- <laughs> and I feel like it goes the other direction. Yeah. Like, instead of us holding men to that same standard, mm-hmm. women are now saying, like, well, I'm a slut, and I'm oh, proud yeah. to be a slut. Like, yes. you can sleep with as many women as you want. I can sleep with as many men as I want. Mm-hmm. And Instead of just holding you accountable to know you need to do the right thing, it's like, oh, hey, you doing it? Yeah, I'm going to do it, too. I'm going to do it, too. And it's like, that's not always good because yeah. people are literally out here dying. It's not like a, a thing for just Christians. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, no, yeah, no, not really at all. out here dying yeah. and getting diseases and getting sick is not healthy. To just yeah. be out here sleeping around. It's Even not. if you're using protection, I guess that helps. But you still got to be careful. You like, still have just... to be careful. And I don't think it's just um, a, Christi- a Christian view. Like, obviously, it is one. Mm-hmm. But I think, too, like, you can definitely have a set of standards for your body and how you view sex. And it could very well, like relate closely to what the christian view is it and you not be a christian mm-hmm. like i think sometimes two people might have a a bad taste in it like oh you're just a prude christian or something like that and it's like no you could just ha- say i don't want anyone to have my body whether you believe in something or not like I exactly just, i choose what i want yeah. and when i want and, and and anything like that and it's like if i don't want to give myself up to anyone or if i want to make someone wait or or whatever the case is like you are more in your right mm-hmm. to do so now i feel like having sex at 19 you know 18 whatever when I was young and I got pregnant with my son is much different than obviously 34 year old Gabby and I think to myself one of the things that I would like which I've never done before but I would like to have a conversation wise um with someone is being tested first Mm -hmm, before having mm -hmm. sex now that gives me anxiety not because I'm nervous about myself because I just I'm like a hypochondriac I just randomly get tested like every few years just because just because I'm a hypochondriac still yes like I mean not like every like year but like Mm -hmm. every like four years or so like, oh, wow. I'm getting a pap I used like, to be why like not? that just, just get tested like back in the day like maybe not as often but even if I hadn't had sex in like a year yeah. I'd be like let me just go see. Like, yeah, it's just like a checkup, just like you would do like your regular blood work just mm-hmm. to make sure like your cholesterol and stuff. I'm like, I know I haven't had sex, but might as well just check that too might while you're well, at it. Yeah. You're checking for um, everything Yeah, else. I used to be super nervous about that when yeah. I was younger. And yeah. I think it's because 
I'm not putting nobody on blast. Of course, I'm not saying anybody's names, but it was it was happening around me. Like yeah, yeah. it was happening, and I kept hearing this one and that one and this mm-hmm. one, and I was just paranoid. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Let me just make sure, make sure, make sure, make sure. So yeah, I understand. But it makes me nervous because more so of what because I've never had this conversation with a man before. Of like, hey, let's get tested and make sure like our our results are. I feel like. Again, like you were saying earlier, the right one would probably understand. Like, oh, okay, she's just being safe. You know, if we do become sexually active or whatever, getting into marriage, something that's nice to know. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, too, it's like, oh, what are you trying to say about me? Why do you want me to get tested? Yeah. Like, and it's like, like no, I'll, I'll go, too. Like, I have no problem going, share our results and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Like, have you ever had an experience with that? Have you heard experience like that? Because I haven't heard <laughs> anyone personal I've always heard things like on social media or something talking mm-hmm. about it, but like how how does that work? I don't know. I've never been in that position, yeah. never experienced anything like that. Um, I probably should have back in the day mm-hmm. because I was so paranoid. I should have been having those conversations, mm-hmm. but I wasn't, and I just got God covered me. Yes, yeah, <laughs> um, for sure. And I was always safe, yeah. like when it came to protection. Yeah, always. Even though I got pregnant, yeah, I was always safe. Yeah. And that may not make sense to people, but just know I was just always safe. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I cannot imagine having that conversation. So <clears throat> to flip it, how mm-hmm. would you feel if, mm-hmm. if you were dating someone and he didn't know you thought this? He never heard this episode. Okay. He never knew you felt like this. Mm-hmm. And he said like, hey, I know this is kind of awkward, Gabby, but... Would you mind getting tested? Do you think it would throw you off? Like, no, I would actually. I would actually be happy that he said it oh, first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would be like, oh, thank God he said it first. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> I would be happy. And like I said, I since I've been tested every few years, like I know my status, mm-hmm. so it's like I'm I'm not afraid to like find something surprised or you know to be embarrassed by sharing something with someone that I wasn't want like I would be like yes let's do mm-hmm. it can we go today yeah <laughs> but can you imagine like if something came back on theirs that's that's another which I would be happy to know before mm-hmm. but also I can't imagine how they would feel even though I I truly feel like especially when it comes to I mean everything about our health but also sexual health like we neglect that a mm-hmm. lot just as like people we neglect our sexual health like we, we do. don't get checked up we don't know much about our bodies we don't even know like what body parts are called <laughs> like it, it it happens it's it's very common um i feel like i would be in a sense sad for them but also mm-hmm. happy that they know whatever their status is and it sounds probably bad, but I don't think it does. It's like I feel like too that would let me know that like oh okay we can't go further. Mm-hmm. And I and I and I say that not to make anyone feel bad who has something like it just happens you know sometimes sometimes you are safe sometimes you are careful and you are with the the wrong person and you get something. Um, so it's not to down anyone, but in my mind I couldn't imagine, and I know there's so much. So many medical advances, like when it comes to AIDS and things like that. But I, I couldn't imagine still potentially putting myself at risk, even mm-hmm. with all those precautions um, and being with someone, even knowing their status. Mm-hmm. I do think you should disclose your status, though. Like if you have something, no matter what it is, I definitely believe it before you lay down. And legally, you're not allowed to like know that you have an STD and give it to someone mm-hmm. without telling them. But like even just as a, a, a human being, that has, like, 
your own set of morals and values, I feel like it's just a good thing to do to it's be like, hey, right I have this. Are you okay with this? Yeah. And then if they're okay with it, cool, whatever. That's mm-hmm. whatever. But it's still the responsible thing to do. Yeah, I agree. So at what point do you think you will have that conversation? So definitely wouldn't be super early because it takes me a while so far to like <laughs> date and see if I like someone. I feel like if I was falling in love with someone, um, which I don't know what that time frame would be, um, but I feel like once I've fallen in love with someone, I think that's when I would want to ask just because, again, that's one of my fears of being in a relationship is falling in love and being like getting hot and heavy one day and it just happened. And it's like knowing me and again, my hypochondriac mind is like if that happened and I didn't know their status, I'd probably be like freaking, freaking out. out. So yeah. it's like I would rather know early and that's not to say that we're prepping for sex now. Like, right. I also don't want to say that that's why I want to have a conversation. It's like, oh, yeah, let's get ready for sex. But it's like, I still want to know just for my own peace of mind that if that was to happen, even if we were safe and using condoms, like, I know that I am safe from mm-hmm. any disease. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I think that that's a very mature conversation to have. Mm-hmm. And I would just be honest. Like, yeah. you know, I don't plan on having sex until I'm married, mm-hmm. but... I, this is a precaution I would like to take. It's not yeah. any indication that I want to give up on my my uh, my goals. Yeah. But this is just a precaution that I want to take that'll make me feel safe and make me feel comfortable. Yeah. And then that that makes me think about also like dating someone who respects your morals and values mm. versus someone who yeah. is a goal to break you. Yeah. Like that's different because if he understands and respects your your goals, mm. um. He will understand that I'm just coming from a place of safety. I'm just coming mm-hmm. from a place of precaution versus like, uh-oh, this means I'm getting closer. Mm-hmm. I'm getting hot. It's about to be at that time. Like, no, sir, calm down. Yeah. I mean, obviously, they probably want to. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's understandable. Both that's parties normal. want to. Yes. And so mistakes do happen. Yeah. But, you know, it's like the intention. Yeah. The intention is everything in those it's cases. It's huge in that because there are people. There are people who, I'm going to get that. You know, that's in their mind. I'm going to get that. And they do everything they can. And this is on both men and women's side. Like, mm-hmm. um, and they, you know, sometimes put the best foot forward. And they be everything that you want them to be. Mm-hmm. And then they find you in a vulnerable spot. And then it happens. And I'm not saying that, you know, the the people that it just accidentally happens to, it happens to. But I'm talking mm-hmm. about there are people who are like, yeah, no, this is my goal. This mm-hmm. is my intention, even though I know. And that's one thing I don't like is the pressure, peer pressure in any form, but when it comes to sex. Because mm-hmm. to me, it's such, it's such, again, intimate thing that it's like, how dare you try to pressure me mm-hmm. or make me feel bad because I'm not doing it or um, trick me into doing it or forcibly take it from me mm. you know i think that's just such a terrible thing to mm. do to a person it is and i and and sex can be very perverted too and yes. that's something i struggle with too like i just like the thought of how perverted sex is it, it really kind of like it's so disturbing that it almost makes you not even want to be involved in sex because yeah. you see the lengths that people will go mm. For sex and the yeah. things that people will do and it's really dark and it's really sick and it's really mm-hmm. disgusting and it's really um often yeah and it's not just like a serial killer like how many serial killers do you meet every day you know 
how many people have you met that committed genocide? It's not like something like that that's very yeah. extremely rare to come across. It is crazy the numbers mm-hmm. of rapists and pedophiles out here and just the sick things they do to teenagers, to their mm-hmm. own kids, to it's babies. Crazy. Like I remember hearing um, Jeannie Mai talk about how she works in human trafficking and she like rescued a brother and sister and she was so happy and they were like 18 months old and 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 five or six and i'm just like i cannot i can't imagine understand I and can't. it's all in the name of sex you hear about harvey weinstein weinstein mm-hmm. and the island and you hear mm-hmm. all the money people spent and all the lengths people will yeah. go to have sex with unwilling parties um and it's just a, it's, it's it's just it's, so disgusting it's really i at this point it's just demonic like i get mental Literally illnesses demonic. in there i get that there's people who've probably been abused and are in a cycle but at the end of the day, it's demonic. There's no, no way. No other explanation. No, there's no other explanation to say, I love this child, or I just need sex so bad that I'm going to have sex with a child, or I need sex so bad that I'm going to take it from an unwilling party. It's like, but even not to that extreme, which is still a just horrible thing, but even like the um, like sadists and stuff who only get off when they're hurting you, but they're still consenting. Like, the, you, they can still get consent, but they mm-hmm. only get off when they hurt you. And it's yeah. like, there's something twisted in that. I mean, it's... it's They it's say it's not, men- but it's, it It's twisted. To like, to think that the only way that you can get pleasure is by causing Harming pain. Somebody? And I'm not talking about a little smack smack. I'm talking about, like, you're causing Abuse. them pain. Yeah. Yes. And it's like... It, it just is so perverted and, and, and it's... And it's everywhere. Everywhere. And I think that when you're getting into a relationship, and especially when it's a serious relationship, I think it's really important to talk about sex. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, in a safe way, not Mm -hmm. just, like, having phone sex and whatnot. I'm talking about, like, actually (laughs) having conversations about how that person views sex and... You know, because you don't want to get into a position where you might be, you know, with someone who likes stuff like that. And you're like, wait, hold up. Yeah. I can't. I can't get down with that, you know. So I think it's important to know those things. And even things like, you know, that you two may or may not agree on. Like, you know, one person might be down for head and the other person might not. Or, you know, whatever the situation is. I think it's super important to have. Big deal breaker. (laughs) (laughs) But, (laughs) but like, but it happens. Mm -hmm. It happens all the time. And it's like, I do feel like, especially when you're in a marriage, in my opinion, you should be open to whatever you're comfortable with. Mm -hmm. But I think those conversations still need to be had. Okay. So I have a question. Yeah. Would you do phone sex? I have. I mean, I know you have, but oh. I mean, I don't know you have. I assume you have. We all have. <laughs> Why do you assume? I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, like, because you're abstaining, oh. would you, with someone you really like, would you do that? Or would you be like, that's probably not a good idea? I would say probably not a good idea. I can't, I can't rule out because I can't even rule out that I wouldn't have sex because even though that's my desire not to, like, yeah. realistically speaking, like, hopefully I wouldn't, but, um, I, though, would not want to open up that door only because I feel like that it it can create a lot of visuals. Mm -hmm. And when you're opening up that door, even though you're not actually in the act of it with that person, you are fantasizing about them and you now can 
you know, hear the manifestation of what that would be like with them. And you just want to go all the way. Exactly. Now it's like, well, what's the point? We might as well just at at, at that point in my mind, I was like, we might as well just go all the way if that's that's what it's going to be. Same for like pictures, videos. Yeah. Oh, no. I don't like, unless it's like probably my husband. I don't like the idea of someone having a picture of me because you just don't know. You just don't know. You just don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's different with the husband yes. though. Like. Yeah, for sure. Husband, like he can get it, he can get it all. But like I just feel like I would be so terrified of like what if something even if it was just an accident, like they accidentally or um <laughs> they you know, who knows? What some people are, you know, sneaky. What if they show it to someone mm-hmm. or, you know, expose you or something like that? That's always scary thoughts. Yeah, it is. Um, but even then, it goes back to, like, I feel like it just opens up the door. Like, in my mind, if I'm to the point where I'm sending risque photos or, you know, having phone sex or, you know, things like that, I feel like at that point, well, why aren't y'all just having sex? I mean, I know it sounds kind of crazy, but it's like I've already opened up the door mm-hmm. to it. So it's like I don't know how much I could easily control myself after experiencing that. Yeah, I agree. I definitely feel like that's difficult. But when you save yourself from marriage, I'm curious to know, because obviously I did make it, but I'm curious to know, like, that's a huge transition to go from completely avoiding anything. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no tease. There's no buildup. I mean, obviously the buildup is y'all wanting each other in that way. But there was no, like... Ooh, I've seen her in lingerie. Ooh, I've seen him without his clothes on. Ooh, I've touched him that way. I've heard him that way. Mm-hmm. There's no type of buildup. So it's kind of like... Surprise! 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 I'm here! Like, you get all that, but you don't get to experience any of, like, the... I mean, you can still uh-huh. have foreplay, obviously. Yeah. Do you think that that would take away from the experience? I don't I think know it if would I be, do. I think it would be more exciting, honestly. Mm-hmm. I feel... And, and I don't know. I've never experienced any of this, so... But I feel like it would be more exciting of... I think of... I feel like I would be, like, a little, like, nervous teenage girl or something like that. Like, oh, my God, I've never seen him. He's never seen me in this way. We've never had these type of, like, this type of contact. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's our wedding night. And, like, mm-hmm. this is just, like, going to be the most amazing thing ever. <laughs> That's how I have it in my mind. <laughs> um, but, again, like, I, I don't know if we have time to talk about all this. But, like, I, I get really nervous about certain things. And I don't know... I don't really know if there's a right versus wrong. I don't know if there's a good versus bad. I don't know if it's just per person, per situation. But, like, talking about sex and talking about, like, phone sex. Like, Mm -hmm. obviously, if you're having phone sex, you're pleasing yourself. Like, you're not just going to be sitting there on the phone just, you know, breathing heavy and whatnot. That's a real strong-willed person. (laughs) Right. So you're obviously Mm -hmm. pleasing yourself. And for me, I've always struggled with the thought of masturbation, Mm -hmm. of, like, right or wrong. You know, for a long time, I thought, oh, this is, like, perfectly fine. Like, it's normal. And I'd say it's abnormal, but, um, like, this is not going to go against my beliefs and my morals and values and that, you know, this is a great way to um, combat those uh, feelings of being, like, hot and heavy and not being able Mm. to have sex. So, like, in (laughs) one aspect, I'm, like... 
I thought that was perfectly fine. And then I started hearing other people say different. Mm -hmm. And I started hearing other people say, like, no, you shouldn't. Like, masturbation is still sex. Mm -hmm. Like, it's still, like, lusting and still sex. And I was like, dang. Then I felt really guilty. Like, okay, I'm not ever doing this again. Well, not shouldn't ever. But, like, I'm not going to do this. Like, I'm making a point. And then, you know, between then and now, like, I've fallen many times. I don't know if that's... I don't (laughs) know if we call it it falling. I don't know. I truly don't know if there's Mm -hmm. a right or wrong. Like, I don't know if, like... If I was to masturbate, is that going to be quote unquote against God? Like, is that does God look at you and be like, dang, now you might you just out here having sex with yourself now, aren't you? You know, or <laughs> or if he's like, listen, I'd rather you be doing that than being, you know, with Joe Schmo down the street, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I say like those things they teeter-totter against mm-hmm. that line that I'm just not sure. Yeah. And I hate doing things that I'm not sure about mm-hmm. because then in the moment after you're like, dang, now I feel guilty because I don't know if I was right or wrong. So it's, it's it's a hard thing for me. You know what? I've heard. I heard somebody. I asked a girl one time before, mm-hmm. um, and she said that it's a sin because of the temptation. Mm-hmm. Um, me personally, I and I, I never thought about it honestly, but mm-hmm. I do know that I don't indulge and I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because I'm married. I never thought about why, but I've always just had it in my head that I'm not supposed to do that. Oh, okay. I've just always had that I'm not supposed to. Yeah. I didn't, I mean, I I used to before, yeah. but I don't know if it's because I'm married or if it's because I'm Christian, but I just had it in my head that I'm not supposed to and I don't, yeah. and I refrain from it. Yeah. Um, but I wonder, like, if there's not anything biblical about it. Like, I, I feel the same way about weed, like, okay. smoking weed. Like, yeah. even though I don't smoke weed, I wonder like you know is it and and the way I judge it is like your conviction you know what I mean and yeah. what does it do to you you yeah. know what I mean how do you function what yeah. do you use it for you know what I mean and I and that's kind of how I'm wondering like you know is it a conviction for you right you know yeah. and and that's kind of what I wonder if you should just base it off of or yeah, because it... it's not like specifically outlined Mm-hmm. I mean, you can obviously categorize it as some sort of kind of sex, but it's not like a specific thing that was spoken about. He spoke um, a lot of, of a lot about sexual things, very specifically. Yes, but but that wasn't one that. of them. Yeah, and again, that's why I'm like, I don't know. Do do you just keep doing it? Do you not do it? And then again, I think it goes to conviction and where you feel like you're being led to. Mm-hmm. But then I think too, like. That well, when I say about like, is it situational? Because like, what if you're doing that with your spouse? Like, it's something that you know, is a part of your foreplay, exactly. and it's like, but you're with your spouse, and you're like, it's a part of your foreplay. Like, would that be wrong? See, and that would make me feel and like to, in my mind, I would be absolutely not because yeah. I feel like that's like would be like a turn on. Yeah, and that make that right there makes me feel like it's not wrong. Because right. Even if your spouse, say for instance, you're married and your spouse is in another country mm-hmm. and y'all on FaceTime yes. or y'all on and the it's phone, like, you would do that. Yeah, so it's for like sure. why would it be not cool if you hang up the phone? Right. <laughs> you know exactly. I mean? like, and I think I think for me, where I feel like it may be crossing that line of wrong is if you are um, maybe fantasizing about something or someone that you shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. I think that's when it crosses oh, the line. Yeah. Is like, I mean, I think that in, in, in any general like aspect, like whether if you're doing something or not, like if you're obviously having sexual fantasies about something or someone that you shouldn't be, then that right there, the thought alone is wrong. Ooh, but acting know. on it, I think, makes it even worse. But if you're, sure. if I just be, <laughs> I shouldn't be saying this. <laughs> I'd be like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, there have been I'm times scared. where I'm like, okay, 
I'm like, God, I'm fighting it. I'm fighting. I'm fighting. It's been so long. I'm just going to do it. And then um, I'm like, but I'm, I'm not going to think about anyone. I'm going to think about the perfect man that you're going to bring into my life. And that's who I'm going to be <laughs> thinking about. And I swear I will. And I'll be feeling perfectly fine afterwards. Like, I don't feel guilty at all because I didn't think about anyone like I should be. They should yeah, be thinking about. I'm so just you're like, not lusting after anybody. No. So it's just like, I'm just fulfilling this need that is in the moment. So. I don't know. I don't know. I'm very curious to couples. Not me and my couple that I'm in, but other couples. <laughs> Do y'all think that it's wrong? And it's so hard for me to even say this because it's making me mad. But do y'all think that it's okay if your partner thinks about somebody else while they please themselves? Or if they never act on it? If they, like, see... The Rock or somebody or I don't know a really random person. Beyonce or Kim Kardashian I don't know who, who fan you who people fantasize about like do y'all would that bother y'all I know it would bother me I feel like knowing <laughs> me it would bother knowing it I mean mm-hmm. obviously if they would never tell me it I don't know yeah. I'm safe from knowing but to know that I would say it would bother me but because I am such a what's the word. Like, I don't want to say overprotective, but, like, stingy to a degree. Like, you're mine. <laughs> like, right. but not in a toxic way, but, like, you're mine, like, I'm yours. You like, yes, me. it's me. <laughs> like, I can wear that. Okay. I can do that. Like, it should be me. So, I feel like that sense, I would, or, again, going back to, like, a lot of the insecurities that I've dealt with, uh, I think I would be thinking, like, dang, so he wants someone like that and not like me, so now I have to, you know, I wish I looked like her. I wish I, you know, and I think that that would also be a thought, too, of, like, you know, feeling super insecure in my own self. So, obviously, you can't, you can't stop someone from doing that. Like, you can't can't ever do that again. That's how I feel, like, don't ever, 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 ever ever let me know, let me find out. please don't tell me. Please keep it to yourself. Don't Don't do it, but don't if you're playing me, keep it on the low. Do you know they redid that song? I think I heard that. Yes. Yeah. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. <laughs> but yes, um, I have one other question. Okay. Yes. I wonder, <laughs> I feel like I know what you're going to say. Oh, gosh. I'm already laughing. Okay. But, okay, a couple examples. Kev on stage. I don't know yes. if you... Okay, uh-huh. his wife, Erica Campbell. Um, these are two examples of women who said that they refrained from sex until marriage. Mm-hmm. And it was really hard for them when they got married. They didn't think it was. But it was like, we were told, don't do that. It's bad. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a sin. It's dirty. It's low. It's mm-hmm. to now, overnight, <laughs> you got to go from... Listen. A, they like, oh, you got to be a lady in the streets to a freaking... She's like, how am I going to go from being this wholesome girl to this thing is disgusting and for fast girls and all this and that time, now I'm supposed to be a freaking busted open every night. I can't relate. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. Hot and ready. Like, was it Little Caesars? Hot and ready. But but you think that. No. I'm hot and ready. <laughs> <laughs> and then you might get up in that room on your honeymoon and be uh, like, maybe we should just I mean, I, I, no. I, would, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't be so bold to say I wouldn't be nervous, especially yeah. if we had waited until the mm-hmm. wedding night. That's very, like... Internally, I would be, like, super nervous about it, but that don't mean that I wouldn't be on it. Like, mm-hmm. I would be on it, but I would be nervous, especially, like, if you if we went as far as to not see each other in that way and stuff like that. That's, like, huge. Yeah, and then to go for so that, long. That's nerve-wracking for anybody. Yes, and then to go for so long without, you know, being involved with anyone, and it's like, you know, that is a big, but I'm ready. <laughs> 
I wish I could learn how to make a gift so I can get a gift of Gabby doing it. Listen, <laughs> I'm sure we can figure that out. Now, now y'all can make a gift of me doing it. Dang it. Yes. <laughs> but no, I'm ready. I, 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 I always say, God, why did you give me a mind like I have? Because I have such a dirty mind and it's so <laughs> bad and it just be like, Everything someone says, if it has even the hint of dirtiness to it, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. You try to, yeah, and I'm, it's rubbing off on me because when you just said, like, <laughs> masturbation is a way to come back, and I was like, yeah. it, 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 it took me a minute. I was like, yeah. getting it. You're uh, picking up the tendencies. Uh, but it's bad because, again, I obviously can't act on it. So it's like, why am I thinking about this all the time, God? Like, that's not fair. Like, it's not. I wonder if it's because you can't do it. You know what I mean? I is that know. the reason why you think about it? Uh, I don't know. It. It How often be. do you think about it? Every day. Every day? Every day. <laughs> Multiple Every times. Every single day. Every single day of my life. Multiple times a day? Yes. Wow. I, don't I know. I think about sex every single day. I do. And I think Easily. it's because I, I have access but to it, But you though. have access so, to it, yeah. So, yeah, I wonder if you... So, I'm deprived. It's like a crack addict who can't have crack. And I'm just <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I can't have that. I'm not a crack addict who can't have crack. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's hard. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, like, I don't know. I'm just like, it could be. Maybe, maybe, just like I'm not having it is. I'm gonna ask you the same question two years after you get married. Like, how often do you think about sex? And see I don't know. Like, I just feel like it'll be every day because, again, going back to earlier in the conversation, is like when you experience it in such a great way. Yes. I just feel like it's it's like an addiction. It's like for me, I can't speak on anyone, but like for me, it's like. I want to have this all the time. Like, why not? Yeah. But again, I can't, like, yeah, I know like, everyone. And, and I'm not doubting that you will, because I feel like there are women in marriage that are like that. Um, and I was just talking to my husband about this, and I don't know the statistics, but just off my conversations, um, and people I know, married couples, couples. Yeah. It seems like men want and need sex way more than oh, women. Oh, for sure. And I was wondering why, and I came to the conclusion that... Sex is painful for women. You know what I mean? It it, it can it be. can be painful. Yeah, it can be painful. Uh, uh, it's more so pleasurable, but there is an aspect yeah. of pain for us mm-hmm. that we can't just literally go to Pound Town three <laughs> times in one night <laughs> and then I love that. I want a Pound Town tonight. Pound Town. That's what I call it. That's what I, that's where I be. Pound ready to go to Pound Town? <laughs> literally. <laughs> be okay. Like? I'd be like, this is why they call it Pound Town. But you can't go to Pound Town. That's you know what hilarious. else I be saying? I be telling them like, "Oh my gosh!" I was like, "I want the hammer." <laughs> I'll be the nail tonight. I want to be. I want the hammer. <laughs> I'm telling them. That's hilarious. Oh my god! But anyway, um, I I wonder if that's a part of the reason, or if you could guess any reasons. But that's one thing I think I'm like. It's, it takes something out of us. Like, y'all don't have to walk away sore, you know, Yeah, I think um, because our bodies are created differently, I think it is actually easier for men. Yeah, to... I mean, if I didn't have zero pain at all, I think I would want to do it two, three times a day, too. Yeah, I won't go into that story. Okay, I had to think about that twice before I opened up the story, but <laughs> I won't go into that story. I just talked about the hammer in Pound just, Town, and you I won't just, tell okay, so. Like I said, I've been single or I've been single for thirteen years and in that thirteen years, which is freaking mind boggling to me, is that I've only had sex with one person, which I'm not married, so it's like it's weird to say. Like typically mm-hmm. you hear that stuff with married people, like, Oh yeah, I've had sex with my husband for twenty years because that's cause you're married. Right. Um but um 
in that process of celibacy and not having sex for so long and then having it and like having it more often than I've ever had, it was like, whoa, my body was like, (laughs) oh my God. Ouchie, what's going on? Yes. Like the next day, like, whoa, <laughs> what did you do to me? But that's true. Like, mm-hmm. I think men don't, um, I, I, I don't know, I'm not a man, but it doesn't seem like they come back with any soreness or that they can just mm-hmm. go back to back to back. I don't know. It just doesn't seem like it. I think women have, um, they get more pounded on. So yes, literally. <laughs> like I you mean, literally will be, you know, come on sore, now. Like so. it, it, it takes some time yeah. to heal. And, and and I can't heal by, by first thing in the morning. <laughs> I think though, too, it depends on what kind you're having. Like, are you going at it like rabbits, like crazy all every time? Yes. Well, then, you know, maybe sometimes it has to be, you know, a nice, gentle, just make it. It depends on what you like, too, because some people don't like the Some people don't. No, you know. Some people don't like the fast. For me, I like it all. So it's like, I feel like I can (laughs) switch it up. Like, okay, hey, it's a little little sore. Be careful. You know. Take it easy. Take it easy. You know, if we want want to get this in, literally, you got to take it easy. Like... Gabby, stop. What is wrong with you? I tell you, it's my body. If you want to get this in, literally, oh my God. But I being married, yeah. like, I have different modes. So mm-hmm. it's like, there may be some times where you want, like, passionate, mm-hmm. I love you so much, you're yes. the best thing that ever happened to me. And there may be some times where you're like, baby, yes. I'm back from girls' night, let's go. You know what I'm saying? Like, the girls' night, margaritas. Those was created for men. Those were created for our husbands because when you go out with your girl, and and it's not, I was literally just thinking about this. It's not just that you're drunk. It's that you went out and had a good time. Uh You You released. You feel, you had conversation. You got away from the kids and your Uh duties. I think that all men should thank God for girls' nights because you come. She coming back lusty and and tipsy and in a great mood. It's a it's, it's a win win win. Like yeah. ready to go at that yeah. point. So it's different modes. Cause I mean, I guess like sometimes when you married, you don't always want like the super passionate. Sometimes yeah. y'all just wanna get it like, in. Like yeah. it's a one night stand. Like, you know, and that's fine. So. I think that's okay. I think that's mm-hmm. you know, it's all about again, knowing yourself, knowing your partner and keeping it like spicy. I think I mm-hmm. keep it spicy. I think I keep it fun. Yes. You have keep to it keep hot. it again. I, I I, I haven't had sex in a long time. I am not married, so I'm not trying to, like, <laughs> tell you guys, single women and single men, like, God, oh, just have fun and have sex with everyone. But when you're in that relationship, when you're in that committed relationship, when you're... Make it exciting. Um, make it exciting. Don't nobody want to do the same thing all the time. And then, too, some women might be like, Gabby, you're so... But, like, women... I think there's a lot of women who don't, like, make their man feel wanted. In that way, I think a lot of times it's the men who initiate. And I think, you know, men would probably like if women initiated it sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think men would like to feel wanted. Like, yeah, dang, you look good. Like, you know, dang, I want this. Like, mm-hmm. and, and not them always being like, I want it, I want it. And you'd be like, hey, I want it tonight. Like, yeah. instead of it always being them. And I think, like, 
that's the stuff that kind of keeps the sparks. It keeps right. the excitement. It yeah. makes you both feel like you're wanted. Yeah, and I think that I think they deserve that. You know, for sure. I just seen the video. I don't know if you know who he is, but it's this guy named Gilly the Kid. He's from um, Million Dollars Worth the Game podcast. He is hilarious, but he made a video. He always making these videos with his wife, minding her business in the background, and he's saying the craziest things, and she's just like. But he made a video talking about if you got a good man at home, and I think he made a really good point. He said if uh-huh. you got a good man at home, he paying the bills, he taking care of you, he faithful, he does everything you ask, mm-hmm. keep that man satisfied. For sure. Like, he was like, you shouldn't sure. be doing all these wonderful things and then your dick is on the shelf. Yeah. And I think <laughs> and that's true. Yeah, I think that was a really good point because I thought about that and I was like, it is a lot of women out here that's dealing with dogs. They don't know where they at half the time. They sleeping around. They cheating. They don't help with nothing. You know what I mean? And, and if you have a man who's literally being faithful to you, mm-hmm. it should motivate you to to, to, to make sure they're good, you know? <laughs> sure, because we know that oftentimes men are wired differently in that way than women. I mean, like you said, we typically hear men craving sex or going after sex much more in a relationship than the woman does. Mm-hmm. And um, we know that. Mm-hmm. We know that these, that men essentially need it, you mm-hmm. know? Not that women don't, but it's just a different level for them. And mm-hmm. it's like, if you know this, you know... Not to, and I'm not trying to make a, a statement that like, oh, just lay down and let him do it every time, or like you oh, don't no. have excuses, or you can't nope. be sick, or you can't be. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying like, you know, don't. There's there's a lot of women that I've heard that like holds like sex against their man, like oh, you're not getting none tonight, and you're not getting none tomorrow, and you're not getting nothing for a week because she's upset or things like that. And I'm like, I can't say that you know that's not. You can't be upset for the night or stuff, but it's it's weird to me when people hold it for an extended period of time just because they're upset. And mm-hmm. it's like, that does nothing but make it worse. And yeah. I feel like you have to be careful with that. And, and then also just, like you said, be mindful of like, oh, you know what? I don't know how long it's been since the last time we had it. Like, maybe I should initiate something yeah. because he's probably feeling like, Mm-hmm. not that great right now yeah and that's a good point like you said not being forced and not even doing it when you don't want to mm-hmm. i think that like one thing i love about my husband is he does he never pressures me or guilts me mm-hmm. or anything like that yeah. but he will have a conversation with me if he's starting yeah. to feel like hey what's going on you know but there's things that you have to check you know you have yeah. to recognize like why don't i am i burnt out mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like the way you talking right now and how you want it if you got to a stage where you don't want it, mm-hmm. it's been like a week and a half and you don't even have the desire. Mm-hmm. At this point, I need to see what's going on. Yeah, like, for sure. I'm either overstimulated, overworked, I'm tired, I'm irritated, I'm frustrated. Something's Something not right. Something's going on. And so, you, yeah, something's going on. So you need to look into that and figure out what it is that could yeah. possibly, you know, be affecting your mood, you know, and not just let it be normalized. I, it's a couple right now that I know that, it's a TV couple, so I don't mm-hmm. know them personally, but they just revealed that they have sex like once a year. Yeah. What? And he cheated, and everybody's looking at him like he's crazy, and I, and he wrong for cheating. He's wrong, but you still. You leave before you cheat, but I'm You like, can't expect someone just to... Did you expect to, him to just take care of himself? That's crazy. Yeah, like... And I hate that, because, like, he is obviously wrong. Like you said, leave. If you're gonna... If you're to the point of cheating, like, just leave. But as a woman... That's really like, I, I I think I can go as far as to say trifling as to, you know, hold that 
from your husband and then act like he's a bad guy because he fulfilled his need. And that's not, again, to justify it, but it's like, you can't be shocked. Why in the world would you be shocked? You have sex Why with him a year. And now he went and got sex from someone else because you weren't giving it to him. And no, that's not the right way to go about it. But you can't be shocked. You cannot be shocked. <laughs> like, that's not, it's not fair. No, it's <laughs> not fair at all. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that we have to both be responsible. For I sure. think it's, all, it, I'm not going to even say man or woman. I'm going to say both sides. Yeah. If there's one person who has the stronger desire and they mm-hmm. want it more then they have to be respectful for sure of the fact that you don't want it as much as they do but you also have to consider their need and mm-hmm. if 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 you're like that girl who only want to have sex four times i mean, I mean uh, once a year mm-hmm. then maybe you don't need to be with this person or you yeah. be with somebody who thinks who, like you the same exact way and that's why i said it's so important to talk about these things in the beginning because uh, and that's unsaid. People don't grow and change and evolve and things change in a relationship. But it's like if I'm sitting down with someone and they're telling me that's what their desire is to have sex once a year, then I'm like, yeah, no, nah, we not. Yeah. Like, I don't care how amazing you are. We're not for each other. Like, But when you learn those things about a person, then you'll kind of better understand how to go into that situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. This was a really great topic. It was. Good conversation. I feel like this was a long episode, too. It was. It was <laughs> Longer long. than, like, normal. We had normal. a lot to say. I probably could say a lot more. I, I, I feel like time, we could keep but... going, but... <laughs> for purposes, we're yes. going to cut this. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. As always, everything is linked down below. Where you can find us. We can follow us on our social medias. Make sure you guys interact with us. We would love to hear your feedback. And that's it. That's it. All right, y'all. Bye. Bye.